Leave with them. Come on, let's give Brother Rouse a good Bendel work with this pulpit tonight. God bless him. Love you, brother. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody ought to shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Come on, won't you do that with all your heart? Jesus, I praise you. Come on, somebody ought to make the devil afraid tonight. I said, come on, somebody ought to make the devil afraid tonight. Somebody ought to call on the name of Jesus. I said, somebody ought to call on the name of Jesus in this house. Oh, God, we're going to shake loose those things that try to bind us up tonight, God. We're going to have a move of your power, a move of your spirit. Come on, anybody feel the Lord moving and working in your life tonight? I said, can anybody feel the Lord moving and working in your life tonight? Amen. You know, there is nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Amen. For he is worthy and he is able. Amen. There's no excuse or no reason why that any one of us should leave here tonight the same way that we came. Amen. But I believe that there is victory in this house. I said, I believe there is deliverance in the house of the Lord. I believe that the way maker is here and he wants to make a way for you. He wants to make a way in your mind, make a way in your spirit. Amen. And I know that God is going to move and work in this house. Anybody believe that with me tonight? I said, does anybody believe that with me tonight? No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Come on, why don't you open it up the gates, open up the doors, and let the Spirit of the Lord come in. Say, Lord, have your way in my heart, have your way in my mind, have your way in my soul. God, I'm laying down everything else on the altar. I'm laying down my own ideas, my own opinions, the way I think you ought to move, the way I think you ought to work, God. Lord, and I'm throwing up my hands and saying, Jesus, work in me however you see fit. Work in me. Work things out of me that don't belong there anymore, God. Do something in me, God, that'll leave me forever changed in your presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Joshua chapter 10, verse number 22. Amen. In prayer and study today, amen, the Lord laid this on my heart. Amen. I begin to jot some thoughts down. Amen. And so I just want to do my best to obey the Holy Ghost tonight. How many wants God to have his way? Amen. Joshua chapter 10, verse 22. I do want to say I give honor uh, to Pastor Moore. Give honor to First Lady Sister Moore. Amen. And uh, we really love and appreciate them. Amen. Me and my family are so thankful for their kindness and their hospitality toward us. Amen. Thankful that we can call them friend. How many is thankful for your pastor and pastor's wife? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thankful for my pastor, Brother Spears. Amen. For teaching and preaching. Amen. Even though I'm an evangelist, I've got to have a preacher in my life. Amen. So I've got to have a preacher in my life just like you. Amen. I'm not exempt from it because I'm a preacher, but I've got to have a man of God in my life. Amen. Joshua chapter 10 verse 22 said, Then said Joshua, Open the mouth of the cave and bring out those five kings unto me out of the cave. And they did so and brought forth those five kings unto him out of the cave, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jermoth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. And it came to pass when they brought out those kings unto Joshua that Joshua called for all the men of Israel and said unto the captains of the men of war which went out with him, Come near, put your feet upon the necks of these kings. And they came near and put their feet Upon the necks of them. And Joshua said unto them. Fear not nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. For thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies. Against whom ye fight. Joshua had commanded that a stone would be rolled in front of this cave. Where these kings hid. And when the battle was finally over. He brought the kings out. And he said, I want all the men of war to know that it's God's will that they put their feet on the neck of their enemy. Not only these five kings, but every enemy that would rise up against you. I want you to know you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be dismayed. But God said, just like you got your feet on the necks of these five kings. Hallelujah. There's going to be some more enemies that rise up, but you can do to them just like you've done to these. Woo! 
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. With the help of the Holy Ghost, I believe that God's going to move and work in this house tonight. I feel it burning in my spirit. Amen. Jeremiah said the word was like fire shut up in his bones. And so if I jerk and twitch a little bit tonight, just know I got some fire in my bones that I'm trying to let out. Amen. Because I know that God is going to move. He is an all-consuming fire. And there's some enemies that you need to put under your feet tonight. I said there's some adversaries that you need to put under your feet in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Would you throw your hands up right now? Let's lift our voice. Lord Jesus, God, I come before you right now, God. I claim your power, your dominion, and your authority. God, and I pray, God, that you would empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions, and I pray that you would fill me uh, with your holy anointing. Put your words in my mouth that I can speak to your people tonight, God. Uh, Lord, I pray that your anointing would destroy every yoke of bondage, uh, bind up the brokenhearted, and set every captive soul free, God, here tonight in this house. God, you are the God of war. You are the God that is able to bring peace uh, and victory, peace and triumph, God. Uh, I pray that you would anoint every ear to hear your word tonight, God. Uh, let men and women rise up as champions, God, in this house tonight, knowing uh, that you are the one that is in charge, the one that is in control, God. Uh, Lord, make a way. Open up prison doors to them that are bound in their spirits, uh, in their hearts, and in their minds, God. Uh, don't let us leave the same way we came, uh, but baptize us afresh in the power uh, and in the anointing of the Holy Ghost, God. Uh, and if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, let it be said uh, that it was because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands one more time. I wonder what somebody's shouting to God. Come on, would you shout with a voice of triumph? In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody ought to call on the name of Jesus. Somebody ought to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we exalt your holy name, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you what the Lord laid on my heart earlier today. Amen. Where my feet belong. Amen. Where my feet belong. Hallelujah. This passage that we read is the ending. It's the climax of a great battle that was fought. Five kings have come together to destroy Gibeon and also to destroy Israel. And Israel, uh, uh, as they fight and the, the battle is waxing on late into the day, uh, uh, Joshua looks up toward the sky and he realizes uh, that there's not enough time left in the day to, to have this great victory and to have the total victory uh, that he desires not only for himself uh, but for the children of Israel. And so as Joshua, Joshua with faith built up in his spirit. Uh, he looks up at the sun and he commands the sun to stand still. Uh, and the word of God tells us that the sun stopped right where it was uh, and gave them enough time not just to have some victory, uh, but gave them enough time to have total uh, and complete victory in their lives. Uh, the sun and the moon stayed in its place uh, while victory was handed to Joshua uh, and to the children of Israel. Uh, it was in a mighty day an amazing day to see the glory uh, and to see the power of God as it moved and worked uh, among the children of Israel. Uh, hey, it was the dawning of a new day. Uh, oh, they had made some mistakes and they had done some things uh, that were not pleasing to God, but now their hearts have been made right uh, and they're looking toward God uh, who is their deliverer and who is their healer uh, and who is their way maker. Uh, and Joshua makes up his mind, uh, I will not put my sword down until we have victory. I will not sit down until I know that my adversary is consumed. I will not stop until I know he will rise no more. I will not quit until I know that my foot has been placed on top of my adversary. I want to let somebody know tonight it's not just God's will to give you a little victory but heaven and earth will stand still for God to give you everything that you have need of. It's God's will that you fight until you have total victory in your life. Not only did the children of Israel fight, but God rained down great stones out of heaven to destroy their enemy. And God gave them the time that they needed to have victory in their life. 
And when the battle is over, there's five kings that have hid themselves in a cave that has been sealed off by the army of the Lord. And Joshua calls all of his men together. And there, he says, I want my men, I want these soldiers to realize that they do not have to be afraid of the adversaries that will rise up against them. I want to use this as a moment to teach my soldiers, to teach the captains of war that just as these five kings rose up against us and were defeated, every adversary that raises up their head does not have to cause us to fear does not have to cause us to be afraid. But we can look back on this moment and say God was with us then and God was with us now. God was with us when they rose up against us and outnumbered us and he'll be with us again. Can I tell somebody tonight the same God that delivered before will and can deliver again. The same God that parted the Red Sea. He knows how to part the Jordan as well. The same God that rained down stones out of heaven can rain them down again. The same God that poured out the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost is pouring it out again and again and again. He's not a God that runs out of power. He's not a God that runs out of dominion and authority. But he is in control and he is in charge. And he's here for you tonight to let you know your adversary does not belong on top of you. But your foot belongs on top of his neck. Your foot belongs on top of him as he lays before you. Defeated by the power of God. Defeated by the mighty hand of strength. (laughs) And he tells them, come out, you captains. Put your feet on the necks of these five kings. These were the head of all your problems. This was the leadership that orchestrated the attack against your life. The attack against your homes and the attack against your families. Oh, you've already put the lesser things underneath your feet in battle. But I want you to know that not only are you going to do those things that doesn't seem as great and as mighty, but I want to let you know that you can do greater things. Oh, those little foot soldiers that you conquered, hey, they were just the same way that you conquered them. You can put your foot on the powers that be. You can put your foot on top of those things that rise up and say, I will hinder revival in your life. Those things that rise up and say, I have dominion and I have authority. God said, it's my will for you to put those things underneath your foot. Can I let you know tonight, it's God's will for you to let the devil know you can't have my victory. You can't have my increase. You can't have my breakthrough. But it's in the name of Jesus that I will put my foot on my adversary's neck. He's down and I'm not letting him up. He's down and I'm not letting him get back up again. I will stand. I will stand on the neck of my adversary. Triumphant by the power of God. Hallelujah. Joshua said, I want you to learn early that this is God's will for your life. Not only with these five kings, but rest assured there's another battle coming. But the same God that rained stones out of heaven can rain stones out of heaven again. The same God that girded you up. The same God that held you together when it looked like everything was ripping apart at the seams. He's the same God that put the king of Jerusalem under your feet. He's the same God that put the principalities underneath your feet. Can I tell somebody tonight, hey, where does my feet belong, preacher? Your feet belong on top of your adversary. Your feet belong in a place of victory. You are not defeated for 
you are a child of the king. You have been bought with a price. You have been brought out of darkness into his marvelous light to be victorious, to be triumphant. Your feet belong on top of your adversary. Your feet belong in a sure place. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13. The Lord, it says, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only. And thou shalt not be beneath. Now, the rest of this verse tells us how that is accomplished in our life. It says, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Can I tell you, it's God's will. He intends for you to be on top and not to be beneath. Can I tell you, Satan wants to pile things on top of you and on top of me to keep us from seeing the light of day, to keep us bound down and oppressed by things that ought not to be so in our life. But God said, I made you to be the head and not the tail. I don't have to be stuck on the bottom of the pile somewhere. I don't have to be lost somewhere in the mix Oh, but I can have power and dominion and authority because my feet belong on top of my adversary. My feet belong in a place of dominion and in a place of authority. Just like the five that have gone before, there will be more, but I can put them under my feet when they come. The next trial that comes, I can stand on top of it knowing I'm closer to God now than I was before. It's just another step in stone to get me to where God wants me to be. I will not be buried beneath my problems. I will not be buried beneath my burdens. But my feet belong on top. And I tell you, the Satan would love to lead us down paths. Take our feet down paths that they don't belong. Because the reason why, can I tell you this? Victory or defeat is determined by the path that we walk on. God help me, Jesus. Your victory or your defeat is determined by the place you allow your feet to go. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 17, verse 4 and 5, David said, Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Hold up my goings in thy paths that my footsteps slip not. Can I tell you that David understood the only way I'm going to be kept from the path of the destroyer is if I hearken unto the words of the Lord. If I listen to the words that come from the lips of God, he will keep me from the path of the destroyer. And not only that, he's going to help me walk in his paths and in his righteousness so that my footsteps do not slip and do not slide. Can I tell you there is a destroyer that wants to rob and steal and take anything good out of your life. But can I tell you, my feet do not belong on that path of the destroyer. But my feet belong on the paths of righteousness because I'm going to hearken unto the words of God. It's my desire to allow God to make me the head and not the tail. It's my desire to let God know if you want me to have victory then that's what I want for my life. If you want me to have dominion, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hearken unto the words of your lips and I'm going to walk in a path that is righteous. I'm going to walk in a path that will bring the blessing of God upon my life. That word destroyer means violent. That is a tyrant. Destroyer, ravenous, or robber. Can I tell you, Satan wants to get us on that path of the destroyer so that he can ravage us and he can pillage our lives and our minds and our hearts. If he can somehow entice us down that path that we know our feet ought not to go down, he can rob things out of our lives 
that are not meant to, that he's not meant to take from us. It's not meant for us to be defeated. But can I tell you that's why the Lord said in Deuteronomy 28 and 13 if you'll keep my commandments I'm going to help you to stay on top. If you'll keep my commandments I'll make sure that you are the head and not the tail. John 10 and 10 tells us the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and, and that they might have it more abundantly. Can I tell you Satan is the destroyer and he wants to put us down on the bottom where we do not belong but Jesus said it is my will. It is my desire to put you on top where you belong. I want to give you life more abundantly. I want to help you to be on top of everything that's going on in your life. When the winds blow in and the rains begin to fall I want you to know that I've got a plan for you to stay on top of the waves. I've got a plan for you to keep your head above all the things that will try to overwhelm and all the things that will try to destroy you. Can I tell you my feet belong on top of the storm. My feet belong on top of my enemy. My feet belong on the paths of righteousness. My feet belong in a sure place. With Jesus, you can be the head and not the tail. Psalms 119.103 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yeah, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Can I tell you that if we fall in love with the word of God, it will be sweet to the taste. When we fall in love with the precepts of God, it becomes more than just words written in a book somewhere, but it becomes an understanding that we grab a hold of that steers us in the right direction, that helps us to get around some of those pitfalls, and it helps us to keep our feet in a sure place. So when the enemy rises up against us, we're not playing on his turf, and we're not playing on his field, because we're walking in the paths of righteousness and when he rears up his ugly head we can let him know you've tried this before devil and it didn't work what makes you think it's going to work now my feet are still in a place where the light of the word has led them I'm still walking in the way of truth and when I'm walking in truth there's not a devil in hell that can destroy me you can lift up your voice devil but greater is he than that is in me than he that is in the world. I know where my feet belong. I've got my mind on the word and I've got the word in my mind and it's leading me where I ought to be. It's putting me on top. It's putting me the head over my adversary. I have dominion and authority by the power of the Holy Ghost. So when we gain understanding from the Word, it'll keep us from every false way. The Word will enlighten our mind and we can know what's false doctrine and what's sound doctrine. And the adversary loses that grip, loses that advantage over us when we know the ways of the Lord and when we hearken unto the commandments of the Lord. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 and 14 says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Can I tell you, I want my feet to travel down that road that is less traveled. The reason why that is is because I want eternal life, which is the gift of God. I got my destination set in mind. I know where I want to go, and so I know what path I got to head down. Hey, when we get in our vehicles to go on vacation, we got to map out a route 
route to get where we're going. And if we stay with that route, we know we'll get from point A to point B. And the same is with our eternal destination. You've got to sit down and count the cost and say, where do I want to spend eternity? Where do I want to spend all those final days, those days after death? Where do I want to spend my eternity? Do I want to be on the straight path that leads into life everlasting? Or do I want to be on that broad way that leads to destruction? That will determine which path you walk down. I desire to forever be with Jesus. So I know that straight is the gate and narrow is the way. So that's the feet my that's the path my feet are gonna walk down. That's where my feet belong. Walking down that straight and that narrow path. Oh, but there's another path, that broad way, and it leads to destruction. Many there be that go that way, because it's wide and it's broad. And it's easy to walk down. But the end thereof is destruction. Hey, where do your feet belong? Do your feet belong on a path that leads to damnation? Or do your feet belong on a path that leads to life everlasting? The choice is yours. The decision is yours. And can I tell you, it matters where your feet are. It matters the direction that you're walking in. Because like we said earlier, the direction that we walk in determines how much victory we're going to have in our lives. The path we walk down is going to determine how much we overcome, how much we succeed, and how much we fail can I let somebody know tonight when you got the word on your side and you got your feet planted on that narrow way the devil can't have near about as much of an advantage over you as he does if you're walking down that broad and wide way Lord put my feet where they belong God put my heart set on you I don't want to be caught up in the cares of this life and cause my soul to be damned to a devil's head but God let me keep my eyes on the prize knowing that there's something greater that lies up ahead my feet belong on that straight way my feet belong on that narrow path hallelujah hallelujah your path has a lot to say about your victory and about your defeat hallelujah Psalm chapter 40, verse number 2. Amen. says, He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my going. When my feet were stuck down in the miry clay and I felt like there was no way out for me, God lifted me up out of that miry clay when I called on his name and he set my feet upon a rock. He took my feet out of the quicksands of life. I was stuck down on the bottom and the adversary was rejoicing over me and the adversary was saying I got him where I want him and out of nowhere when I began to call on the name of Jesus he reached way down to where I was and said this is not what I have for you. You don't have to be stuck in this horrible pit. You don't have to be stuck in this place of failure. You don't have to be stuck in this place of defeat. But I got a rock. I got a sure thing to place your feet on. God stepped in and God lifted me up out of the pit of sin. He gave me a reason to rejoice. He gave me a reason to let my adversary know you thought you had me, but God stepped in. You thought you had me conquered but God reached down where I was and brought me up out of a horrible pit and established my ways hallelujah hallelujah he said the Lord established my going what meant what that meant is the Lord took the steps that he was taking and he made them sure. He kept them from slipping. He kept them from falling. And I tell 
somebody tonight. Your feet don't belong in the miry clay, but your feet belong on the rock. Your feet don't belong in a rut somewhere, spinning your wheels, feeling like you're not getting anywhere. But God said you belong on top of the rock. You belong above your enemies. You belong above your adversaries. Micah 7 and 8 says, Rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy, when I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Hey, my feet were placed where they belong. My feet were brought up out of the muck and the mire of sin. And God established me. God put me on a rock and said, This is where you belong. You are the head and not the tail. You're meant to be above and not beneath. And I tell you, if you're here feeling like everything you're doing is in vain, feel like every step you're taking is getting you nowhere, it's the same old, same old from day to day. God, it's God's will to take your feet up out that rut and put you on top of the rock and cause you to look down on your adversary and say, hey, I lost sight of who I was for a while. I lost sight of the power that God placed on the inside of me. I lost power. I lost sight of the anointing that God had instilled upon me. I'm going to tell the weary saint of God tonight, it's time for you to go back in your mind and remember where God brought you from and remember what God already done in your life. Hey, there's some Davids in this house tonight. You already killed a lion. You already slew a bear by the mighty hand of God. And that uncircumcised giant is going to be no different. You don't have to be afraid. Let him know, just like I took down that lion. Hey, I come to you in the name of the Lord. It's not by me, but it's by my God. I'm standing on a rock. I'm standing on the sure, firm foundation of the Lord. My feet belong on top of my adversary. My feet belong on top of my problems. Psalms 18, verse number 36. says, Thou hast enlarged my steps unto me. This is David speaking. says that my feet did not slip. David was saying, The Lord took a hold of my feet and he stretched them out. Stretched them out real wide and gave me a foundation to stand on so that I did not slip. He said it was the Lord that took my feet and He enlarged my steps underneath me that I did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that they were not able to rise. They are fallen under my feet. Thou hast, For Thou hast girded me with strength unto battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies that I might destroy them that hate me. David said, I want to let you know tonight, I want to let you know rather that this, hey, this is God's will for my life that he enlarged my feet. I could not have done it by myself. I could not have made it on my own. But God looked on me and said, I'm going to help you to put your adversary under underneath your feet. I'm going to help you so that when you're pursuing after your enemy that you do not slip and fall because it's my desire that you put your feet on top of your adversary. It's my desire that you not only knock down your adversary but you put your foot on their neck and you let them know hey this is where I belong. I am a child of God and you belong under my feet. You are not greater than God you are not greater than the power that's within me but I have subdued you by the power of God that dwells within me in the name of Jesus 
Hallelujah. I want to I take a little time and tell you something tonight. You can be seated. Now, a lot of times, as Christians, we cower back in a corner somewhere by the Ford, and we take a defensive approach to things. We just say, you know what? If it comes close enough to us, we'll, we'll, we'll defend ourselves. We'll defend our home. We'll do whatever we got to do. But David said, the victory that God brought in my life, he made something rise up on the inside of me. And I stood up like a man. Ooh, I, I like what Brother Moore said earlier and as I was studying about being brought up out of that miry clay and being set on a rock. That's what that meant was you were made to stand upon the rock. And, and so that's what David said. God caused me to stand up from where I was. And I wasn't just content with dwelling around my door. But something within me said, you know what? The enemy has pursued me long enough. The enemy has backed me in a corner long enough. It's time for me to pursue after my enemy enemy. I wonder what would happen if a woman of God or a man of God made up their mind, devil. You pushed me for the last time. You backed me in a corner for the last time. Hey, I done found myself a place to pray and I found out greater is he that's in me and he that's in the world. I'm coming out swinging. I'm coming out fighting. Hey, I'm going to chase down my adversary and I'm not going to stop until I got you under my feet. Oh, I wonder what would happen if the church would rise up and say, I'm not going to be on defense anymore, but I'm going on offense. I got my weapon in my hand. Hey, I'll run you devil till your tongue's hanging out. And when I get you down, I'm going to put you under my feet. I'm not going home until I got victory. I'm not going home until I'm delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, somebody ought to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Yes. He said, So I chased down my adversary. And it was the Lord that gave me strength. It was the Lord. It said, hey, your feet, they don't belong underneath the situation. You don't belong at the bottom of the dog pile, but you belong on top with your feet planted on the neck of your adversary, knowing that my God has given me the victory, knowing that my God has made a way. And I come to preach through the spirit of intimidation tonight and let that nasty spirit know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And there's some men and women in this house who've been intimidated long enough by the adversary. You thought your gifts weren't good enough. Hey, but I've come to tell you tonight, hey, God said, where I where I am, able I will make a way and where I give a gift I will make a place and a time for that gift to be used for my glory and I tell you tonight it's God's will for you to rise up and say somebody give me my weapon back somebody give me my running shoes somebody give me my devil stomping shoes I got my mind made up you walked on me long enough devil you danced on what you thought was my grave long enough. Let me lay you down devil. Let me lay you down and tell you greater. 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 Greater is the power of God that works in me. I don't have to be defeated but I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Oh, somebody ought to lift your voice all across this house right now. Come on, why don't you lift up your voice like a trumpet? Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Come on, somebody ought to reach way down. 
Somebody ought to reach way down. Hey, you used to be a fighter. You used to be an overcomer. Oh, but life has tried to back you in a corner and tell you your days of overcoming are over with. But God said, no, 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 no. That's the devil's plan for your life. But my plan is this. I've got a future for you. I've got a place for you right on top of your adversary. Right on top of that which has defied you. Right on top of that which has had you bound. Right on top of that which has beat you down and brought you low. But my place for you is on top of your adversary. My place for you is on top of your enemy so that you can be a conqueror. So that you can be an overcomer. God, reach down to these feeble feet of mine, God. Stretch them out. Make them wide enough to stand on an uneven surface. Make them wide enough to run after my enemies. And let them know I will not be satisfied until I'm planning where my feet belong. I will not be happy. I will not be content until I know that I'm living up to the full potential that God has given to me. I will not be satisfied until I know that my feet are right where they belong. Oh, can I tell you, hey, you may have won a few victories in your life, but this that you're facing right now feels larger and greater than anything that you've ever come against. And it feels like you're being beat down on every, every way you turn. And, and you feel like are my prayers even doing any good anymore I come to tell somebody it's time to stand back up on your two feet again and let the devil know somebody ought to point at your feet tonight and tell the devil hey these feet are going back where they belong right on top of your own nasty head right on top of your own nasty lies right on top of your own nasty spirit I don't have to be overcome but I'm an overcomer Hey, God did it before. He's about to do it again. My feet were made to stomp on top of the devil. My feet were made to use your old head as a place to get higher, as a place to climb up from where I am right now. My wife will make her way to the music. You can be seated. I'm going to lift your hands with me right now all across the house of the Lord. Joshua said, I, I know we had a good victory today. We've experienced a great victory. But this ain't the final battle you're ever going to face. And I want to instill something in you today that you can know no matter what comes against me. My feet belong on top of my enemy. I want to remind somebody here in the house of the Lord tonight that no matter how many mountains you've climbed since that first victory you ever experienced in God, no, many valley, no matter how many valleys your feet have walked through, no matter how many deserts you've crossed, no matter how many rivers you've had to cross, hey, that same God that delivered before, He is still the same deliverer. That same God that put your foot on the neck of your adversary before, He says, hey, it's my will for you to rise up once again and take power and take dominion and let the devil know, hey, I might not have stepped in the spirit like I used to. I may have not really broke out like I used to do. Hey, but there's something stirring up on the inside of me. It says it's my time to rise up and fight again. It's my time to lift up my voice again. It's my time to let the adversary know you thought I was down, but baby, I'm not out. You thought I was buried, but I'm coming up out of this grave. You thought I was put away, but I'm coming out shouting. I'm coming out dancing. I'm coming out with dominion. I'm coming out with authority. My feet belong on top. My feet belong on top. Oh, I wonder what somebody shout right now. Will somebody lift up your voice like a trumpet? 
days that the devil thought you were dead, you ought to let the devil know, hey, I'm still here, and I still got the Holy Ghost. I'm still here, and I'm still a tongue talker. I'm still here, and I'm still an owl runner. I'm still here, and I'm still a hand trapper. I'm still here, and I'm still a worshiper. Romans chapter 16 while you're getting your dancing shoes on Romans chapter 16 verse number 20 Hallelujah. it says and the God of peace shall bruise Satan now it tells us who's going to do the bruising it says the God of peace is going to bruise Satan. But I love the rest of this verse. It says he shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I come to tell you God wants to do some bruising in this house tonight. There's an old serpent that's tried to slither in. He's tried to come up along beside you and whisper lies in your ear telling you hey you're defeated. You're overcome. But the God of peace said I'm going to bring you some peace tonight. I'm going to bring you some dominion and you can let that devil know God's going to bruise you but he's going to use my feet to do it with God's going to put a whooping on you but he's going to use my dance to do it with God's going to put a whooping on you but he's going to take my two feet and put them where they belong back on top of your head back on top of your lies back on top of you in the name in the name of Jesus I wonder what would happen tonight if a child of God made up their mind hey I know where my feet belong I know where my feet belong they don't belong at the bottom but they belong on top somebody ought to let the adversary know my feet are coming out of the mud and I'm going to stomp all over you I'm going to stomp all over your rumors I'm going to stomp all over your lies I'm going to stomp all over your spirit of intimidation I'm going to walk on top of depression Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody ought to walk out of that pit tonight. Somebody ought to get that depression off of the top of you and put it under your feet. Somebody ought to take that fear and put it under your feet. The God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder if somebody begin to call on the name of Jesus. I wonder if somebody begin to call on the name of Jesus. My victory's in my praise. My victory's in my worship. If I don't cry out, the stones are going to cry out in my place. Hey, but I'm a worshiper tonight. I've always been a worshiper. I've always been a praiser. Hey, I might have felt like I lost my way a little bit, but I'm coming back out on top. I'm coming back out in dominion. I'm coming back out in authority. Hey, I'm going to let the devil know, get your hands off my mind. Get your hands off my children. Get your hands off of my brother. Get your hands off of my sister we're gonna have a move of God we're gonna have a move of the Holy Ghost we're gonna pray till something breaks we're gonna dance until the devil knows his place we're gonna shout until the devil knows where he belongs under my feet under my feet under my feet under my feet I got victory because he's under my feet I got deliverance because he's under my feet 
Feel in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I feel like there's a husband. Needs to walk over and grab your wife by the hand. You need to walk over and take your wife by the hand. Tell her we're going to have the victory. We're going to have the victory tonight. We're going to put the devil under our feet. We're going to put the devil back where he belongs. Come on. Come on. The man is supposed to be the leader. Show your wife how to worship. Show your wife how to put the devil under her feet. Woo! And wife, if you if you need to, show your husband how to put the devil under his feet. Hey! 
Devil, you attacked our homes long enough. Devil, you attacked our marriages long enough. We cocktail out of the side. Hey, our dance, our dance, our dance, our dance. We cocktail out of the side. I'm taking dominion back in my home. I'm taking dominion back. It's mine. Yes, somebody say it's mine.
give that unto the Lord in this house tonight. We got to victory. We got to victory. We got to victory. I mean, he's got your mind made up tonight that I'm going to keep it. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, I tell you what, to, you've heard in the word of God tonight how to get it and how to keep it. Keeping those commandments, loving them, holding dear to those principles, letting them rule and reign in our affairs and in our lives. We've heard the word of God again tonight. The presence of the Lord has been among us. Amen. We've got to hold on to the victory. Folks, we're on the winning side. We're following the right footsteps. Amen. Let's keep following after Jesus Christ, the word of God, and the power of the Lord that we have felt in this house tonight. My God's been good to us, ministering and speaking to us and helping us along this way. Hallelujah. That's it. I'm telling you what, families start joining together and worshiping together, praying together. There's no telling what all is going to happen. As we just unite together and believe God and let God work for us in this house tonight. Praise God. Brother Tyler, why don't you introduce to us? Amen. All right. God bless them. It's good to see them tonight in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Amen. All I've heard is little brother. That's Grayson's little brother. That's who that is. <laughs> Amen. As Rosalie, she's told me four or five times in the last few days. Four times, four or five times a day. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Grayson's got a little brother. I don't know if she's trying to plant something. I don't know what she's insinuating, but uh, Amen. But uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. I got a little request before that one, if y'all don't mind. <laughs> amen. Well, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe it's God's will. <laughs> amen. That's right. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. So good to have all the guests with us tonight. We appreciate each one of you. These sisters that came to worship with us and magnify God. We appreciate each one of you coming and taking out time to worship the Lord with us. Time's a very precious thing. And so when you take out time to come worship with us, we don't take it lightly. We appreciate it. My, it's so good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord tonight. All the saints, all the guests, God bless you. Each one of you that's here, we love you and appreciate you. Spend some time in prayer. Come back tomorrow night, 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. Amen. Don't, don't let the business of tomorrow get you, you know, all down. Amen. Just come and let's have some church. How about it? Love you and appreciate you. How many appreciate the good evangelist tonight. His good wife, Sister Rouse, God bless them. They've been doing an awesome job ministering and doing the work for us. Appreciate them so much. Amen, amen. You know, you'd probably be shocked how much energy is just put out of that body in the last 45 minutes. Praise God to preach this word and wrestle against demons and things of that nature. And so we appreciate them so much. Amen. To step out and do a work for God. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. It's good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord. Sister David, you want to say something? You can testify as long as you want to. I probably only got a minute. Let's see if I can keep my train of thought going here. Uh, I had my last chemo today. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's, it's always a long day. We left at 6.45 this morning and got home at 4.30 this afternoon. And both of us went home to sleep. <laughs> Woke up late and said, well, we're probably not going to make it tonight. I said, yes, devil, I'm going to make it tonight. This is my night. And so I think I heard somebody quote those words earlier. This is my night. And so we did. We got ready. We got in the vehicle. And I told him on the way to church, I said, this just feels right. We're supposed to be here tonight. This feels right. And so... Well, I left him under the pew, but I wore my tennis shoes, my running shoes, my stomping shoes, and he, he brought that out tonight. And I walked up to the altar pumping my fist in victory, and he brought that out tonight. And to me, that's just confirmation, y'all. That's just confirmation. And when, when I'm up here praying, I'm not always praying for healing, but tonight I was praying for strength for the last 15 weeks. I've had about a 20-second stand-up endurance.
I can get to my chair, I can settle in, and I feel like I can take on the world. But to get up and stand up and get from point A to point B is a major undertaking. And I want y'all to know how long I've been on my feet tonight. I stood right up here and I asked God to strengthen my legs, my back, my body, my core, my mind, my spirit, everything, so that I could be a strong conduit, that I could be the willing vessel that he needs. And I felt like he did. When I was through, I backed up and Sister Linda stepped up to pray and I stayed at the altar with her. And another prayer or two, and I did have to sit down for a minute. And God said, well, I gave you your strength. Get up and use it. So I've been on my feet a lot tonight, and I've enjoyed every moment of it. I praise the Lord. I thank the Lord God for all he's done for me. This journey has been a journey that could have been so much worse without what he's been walking me through. And I just want y'all to know that. I want y'all to know that I love this church family. I thank each and every one of you. I've had meals. I've had cards. I've had little happies. I've had assistance. I've had so much of everything. And it's just made my heart just explode with love for y'all. And appreciate all the prayers and everything. And it's just, it's an awesome, awesome feeling. I know that God has already walked this journey ahead of me. I know that he's walking with me, and I know that you're walking it with me, and I appreciate it. I love each and every one of you so very much, and I thank you. And I know that I have got to press on through. I have got to keep this enemy under my feet, and I am so thankful for every one of you that are joining me on it. And we do have to press through to stand up and say, God, thank you for this gift. Let me use it for your glory. Thank you. Let's give that unto the Lord tonight. What a beautiful testimony in this house tonight. Praise God, praise God. That's how you put your foot on the devil, by the way. And I think he put it right on his head, right in his mouth. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. Bless them tonight. We love you, Brother Sister Burnham. God bless you. She is in remission. That's right. Amen. Thank God. That's right. 100% cure. We believe in that. That's right. That's right. That's right. God bless them tonight. Appreciate them so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate your church. Brother Keith, it's good to see you home. God bless you, man. Made another trip back. Amen. Thank God for it. It's good to see each one of you. I love it. Appreciate all of you. Come back tomorrow night. There's no telling what's going to happen in this place. Amen, because everybody's got their foot in the devil's mouth. He can't talk a whole lot tomorrow, folks. You just hold it there. He'll die. <laughs> He'll die. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.